Support Our Sinclair and listen ad-free. Go to patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Our Sinclair is also brought to you by the Div MMC Future from thefuturewas8bit.com. Quit waiting on tapes and fooling around with WAV files and load your games instantly with the Div MMC Future, a jumperless, switchless SD storage solution for all ZX Spectrums, from the 16K all the way to the plus three. Get yours today at thefuturewas8bit.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Our Sinclair. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to take a look back at the best games of 2019. Oh, boy. We've covered 40-some games on Our Sinclair. We're, we're rapidly closing in. <laughs> You're kidding me. We've covered that many? Yeah, we're rapidly never... closing in on, um, on a year's worth of, uh, of ZX Spectrum games. I'll tell you, is the, is, the, uh, is the game catalog deeper than you expected? I will say this, uh, Boaster. We've picked it. We've had a few of these shows over the years where we've picked the best games and had the listeners pick. And I thought this was my easiest time. I had clear favorites in all these categories. I had no trouble at all. It was like it was a bang bang operation this time around. So yeah, plenty of good games to choose from this year. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I getting into this, I wasn't sure how deep the spectrum. I knew that there were a ton of spectrum games, but I didn't recognize the uh, the depth of the catalog, the the width, the variety of games that we would find. Here. I I didn't realize there were going to be as many games that I thought were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's jump right into it. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, we have six categories to go through, as well as our personal games of the year. And let's jump right in. So we've got uh, two runners-up and then a winner for each category. Our first category is going to be Action Platformer. Okay, and we had a three-way tie, or tons a two-way good, tie. Tons of good ones, tons of good ones. For third, we had Bruce Lee, which was the very first episode of our Sinclair. A great game. Yeah. It, it played pretty well in the old spec there. You picked that one out. Yeah, and yeah me. Yumiko in the Haunted Mansion was also tied for third, and that was uh, suggested we play by Clive's Club member Spence. That was a clever game, if not entirely fleshed out, in my opinion. I agree, I agree. Uh First runner-up, second place, was Jetpack. That's a great game. Now, if, if we're talking about games that are really the face of the ZX Spectrum, that is, that is one you of know, them. You know, Jetpack is fun right away. It's not incredibly difficult to understand the concepts behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's unique. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Runs on a 16K Spectrum, too. <clears throat> Pretty I like impressive. It. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. And the winner of the uh, action platformer category... Suggested by Clive's Club member, Graham W. Vebke, is... Chucky Chucky Egg! Now, Aaron, what did you think about Chucky Egg? You know, it's funny, uh, Boaster. We had our first uh, cup of coffee with Mr. Egg was on the old ARG Presents where we played this, and it was not too far, about 17, 16 episodes in, and I was my first time playing the old Chuck, and it was great. And uh, Spectre version, great. This is right up my alley. You know, it's the perfect game for someone like me, jumping around, you know, the I liked every part of it. It was, it was uh, 
part minor 2049er. Maybe it was a little like a collection in there. I dug it. Mm-hmm. Great game. I, I really like this one too. This was another game where the uh, you know your goal was immediately obvious what you needed to do. I did think that there was uh, there is a flaw in the gameplay. You know, you go through and you pick up bird seed. I would have liked you been able to use that bird seed as some sort of an offensive weapon against your against your. Uh, well, it does stop the birds from coming at you as quickly. I want to fling that bird seed. It would be nice right if you could reposition face. it. That yeah. would be kind of neat. But yeah. I mean, still, I, I dug it. And uh, the uh, the palette on this reminds me of that uh, that old game. I think it's called Space Panic. Mm-hmm. So it reminds me oh, of yeah. uh, the uh, just. A, it's a great game. I, I said we've played this on two different. Uh, we played. I believe the the first one we played was it on the Amstrad boat when we played this the first time. Mm-hmm. And both versions good. I mean, listen, this is a bo- this was an easy to. to uh, Easy one to transfer around. Yeah, and this is one of those games that if you do decide to play it, play it on an eight-bit micro. Don't go with the sixteen-bit translation. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to get it too. You don't want to get too fancy with this right. kind of game. You know, it's sort of like Manic Miner. It needs it. Part of the fun is just the. It's this sort of a basic approach. Absolutely. I do want to tell uh, everyone that is watching the video portion of the show, and also if you're listening because there is some audio as well, uh, that the bumpers for each category were put together by the man himself, Duncan Styles. We really appreciate uh, Brain Trust member Duncan Styles for for doing that yeah, for thank us. Thank you, Dunk. All right, Aaron. We're moving on to the next category. The next category is role playing. Okay. Role playing slash strategy. All right. Okay. I I knew this one. I think we all knew what I picked, but yeah. I'm anxious to see which one won. Now there there was some uh, you know there, there the, the, the role playing is a category is sort of fast and loose on this. It is on this um, one, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I think role playing slash strategy is uh, is. I'm buying yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. When you put the strategy, yeah, I'm I'm buying it. In third place, we have uh, Lord. You know what? We're going to spice things up a little bit. All so right. I say in first, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to give all of the nominations, and then we'll have the winner. Okay? All right. What do you got? Okay. So Lords of Chaos was nominated. Lords of Midnight. A lot of lords. And Lord. Oh, I'm sorry. Just this is just Chaos, the Battle of Wizards. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the winner of the best role playing slash strategy category. For 2019 is Chaos, the Battle of Wizards. <clears throat> that's my that's my choice right there. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I love this game. I love it. Me and the kid play it at least once a week. We just played it at the restaurant yesterday. And my boy loves it. And we have really, like I said, we bonded. And we're pretty bonded anyway. But this is the game that mm-hmm. my kid loves. We play this, the uh, Steam version as well. But we usually go back to the original because it's, hey, there's some, there's magic in this simplicity. It's on the phone too, right? That, we play it on the phone, mm-hmm. yeah. Phone version is just like the uh, Specky version. This is one of those games, Boat, that is, uh, it's, it's my kind of strategy type game. The plot, the the uh, theme is fun. The gameplay is not mega complicated, but it can be st- very strategic depending on how deeply you immerse yourself in mm-hmm. the various maneuvers. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Hey, how many games can you play uh, these days that will let you play like eight people, which is awesome? Right. Think about that. Turn-based gold. This is not the kind of game I would you wouldn't you wouldn't catch me playing this one. Uh, would you boat anywhere? No. This no. is the Spectrum made me a believer. 
This was my choice. I don't know if this is the one you picked. Do you remember which one you picked out of those? Uh, yeah, this one This one was my favorite for sure. We had a lot of fun playing this, didn't now, we? Now, I did enjoy Lords. Lords of Midnight was different than I thought it would be. Hard. It was much more of a strategy game, really, than, than a... I thought it would be more of like a text-based adventure game, but the way that you have yes. to maneuver your troops around the field and things like that... And so again, you know, we call these role-playing games because they have wizards and knights and things. No, and this it's, is it's, the strategy it's, it's, side. It's, it's not a total action experience, um, and there are stats and things, but um, you know, it's 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 a loose category. Well, here's the thing. Now we the other cat the other anomaly is Lords of Midnight, Lords of Chaos. Those are those games were both very interesting games. This well, Lords, game, Lords of Chaos is just like this game, except right. more. But uh, I, which I like this better. Mm-hmm. I think we both S- simple did. is better. Uh, but here's the thing: uh, those games weren't as approachable as this. Okay, that's and that right. that goes again. We play these games when we again. Obviously, other people aside from us voted for this game because we got a bunch of votes. Uh, when I pick a game, whether I pick a game for these categories, part of it's just how easily I could get into it mm-hmm. and how much I could enjoy it with the and time that I had with it. Right. You know, so it doesn't necessarily mean certainly good for don't take our word as, as solid gold money. Like this is the best game ever made because, you know, it's probably not. But this was far and away my favorite in this category. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on, Aaron. You know, the Spectrum is infamous sometimes for its arcade ports. Mm. But there are some diamonds in the rough. And uh, we've got three diamonds picked out here. Um, Paperboy, Midnight Resistance, and Robocop. Okay? So, um, you got any you got any preliminary thoughts on these? I didn't vote for any of these. Really? No. What did you vote for your favorite I believe I voted for Hypersports, or, yeah, I believe it was Hypersports is the one I voted for. That's funny, because that's exactly the one I voted for also. Yeah. <laughs> All that said, uh, of the three that you've chosen there, they each had their merits and flaws. Um, I thought Midnight Resistance was pretty well done, to be honest with you. Paperboy was pretty good, but the, again, you're, a big chunk of the screen was in it. And there was it wasn't like a full screen gimmick. RoboCop is really hard. So of those three, if I had to, if you had to beat me down, I would probably take Midnight Resistance. Be my pick. All right. Well, we're gonna see what the audience thought. Winner for the best arcade port is. Robocop. This one I thought was uh I I don't know about this one, Aaron. I I don't want to second guess our listeners. This not only did I not think that this was a very um good port, but I don't think Robocop is really that great of a game. I like the arcade uh Day to East at Robocop. I thought it was a pretty good game. I thought it was okay. Um this one I thought was pretty well done. I mean, it was, like I said, it was just, it was difficult. And it was, to me, it was sort of cheap. Again, this is a game that you say, if you sit around and play it and play it and play it and memorize the positions of everyone, you're going to get a lot more out of it. Uh, for people like us, it was difficult. Well, it, not only was it difficult, but it was also very slow moving. Um, well, it is RoboCop. You ain't too quick. Yeah. I'm not a bit, maybe I'm just not a big RoboCop guy, you know? Um, he, he's not my favorite action hero, um, but I can understand, and this has, now I will give this game its due, the 128K version does have one of the best theme tunes of any Spectrum game of all time, so. I thought Midnight Resistance was a better 
I thought it, it they redid the graphics, and I thought that captured the arcade yeah. better. All right, I thought it was a playable game. I thought I liked the choice of weapons in the game. I Midnight that, Resistance was an example. It was a textbook case of how to do a Spectrum port right. I believe we looked. Did we look at that on the Amiga as well back in the day? Yeah, I can't remember. A long time I, ago. I think I liked the Spectrum version more than the Amiga version. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I just thought it did it a good job. I mean, again, RoboCop. It looks like you would expect it to look. It looks it's sharp. But I, it, to me, just me personally, it wasn't as much fun to play. That's yeah. just me. Yeah. All right, Aaron. We're going to move on to the best shooter. Okay, wow. This, uh, we played many shooters in this category this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, we'll, we'll go back to the old way. We'll kind of go back and forth. So the third place was Morty Vicker. Okay, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, that, that was one and of our early... It wins the award for the wackiest team. name, that's yeah. for sure. And also wackiest plot, too. Yeah, that <laughs> plot was real wack. I like the fact that you're basically bootlegging T. Right, and you're a clergyman. Yeah. Uh, second place was TLL, a, a very inventive game. That was know. a real... Uh, that was a real almost tech demo again. They really went out and it went left field on that yeah, one. Yeah, three, uh, 3D sort yeah, of... It's, I mean, it was actually... A, there, I, I didn't think there was a ton of depth to it, but I thought it was an interesting game. Right, right. That way. And finally, uh, the winner of the best shooter category goes to... Zynapse. Zynapse was good. I mean, I, I had nothing bad to say about it. I think we were both pretty impressed with it when we, when we got to play it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zynapse is, I mean, it, it's it's a textbook scrolling shooter, but it's done well. It's hard. Yeah, it's it, it's rock hard. <laughs> it was hard, real hard. But I did enjoy it. I, I will say of the of the of the ones on the that we have on the list, I think this was my favorite. Yeah, I I, I thought I mean, uh, Morty Vicker was was pretty good. I, I'm not gonna bad mouth it, but this I thought was a lot more fun. I will say uh, the other game was much more, uh, much more out there in terms of the gameplay and the, and the visuals. Mm-hmm. But like I said, in terms, of, like I said, standard, a standard uh, shmup. I thought this was uh, checked all the boxes. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I like the way that the variety of the enemies. Uh, I like the way that they moved. Uh, the, the 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 normally we get onto games for having sort of unnecessary HUDs. But the HUD in this game was just so cool looking. I can yeah. kind of look past it. Is this the one you picked? Uh, yeah, yeah, I picked Zynapse. Yeah, it's, yeah. What I, it's the one I picked as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Next up is the sports category. All right. Okay. I think I know who, where you're. I know. I'm pretty sure I know what you picked in this one. We'll see. In third place was Hyper Sports. Uh, third. Yeah. Okay. Third place. Wow. Okay. I'm surprised by that. Second place was Leaderboard Golf. Okay, wow. Okay. And Leaderboard was pretty good on this. Yeah. Yeah, yep. we, we both enjoyed but it. But I think that the <clears throat> winner will come as a surprise to no one, whether you agree with it or not. The winner for best sports category is... Maybe I should not speak long sweat. <laughs> Daily Thompson's Decathlon. No surprise there. Yeah. So we both like this. Yeah. This is a good game. Um, to me, 
it's no contest. Hypersports is a better game. Yeah. But I think for the majority of people that voted in this poll, it's probably been a while or maybe they haven't thought about hypersports. Uh, and Daily Thompson just has that cachet because of Daily being <laughs> a national hero. This one's much hero. funnier because yeah. I, I just like watching Daily run. <laughs> so, well, you know, Hypersports has a lot of silly characters in yeah, it too. You're you right. Know, the, the weightlifting, shaggy-looking guy. Um, I, I, I preferred Hypersports. This that said, this was perfectly serviceable, like track and field uh, homage. You know, and again, it does have the national hero. So yeah, I I agree. And we both we love these games too, but we're suckers for them. I'm guessing. And, you know, I really don't. I didn't know for sure which one you'd vote for, but I'm guessing it was hyper sports. Hyper sports. I was also yeah. hyper sports. Yeah. yeah, that was a fantastic, fantastic game. Surprisingly good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we were real surprised when we did that one. All right, but this was good. This was good too. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a this is a decent and, and leaderboard was also fun. We got, we do all three of those. So far for sports, they've done a good job. Really, I even enjoyed the uh, the horse racing one to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, what was that national grand national grand national? Yeah. yeah. Um, now this is a special category coming up. Uh, as you know, Aaron, we have uh, a special club of Patreon members that actually select the games that we play each week. They're known as Clive's Club. And uh, what uh, Clive's Club member Chris Folds did was he actually went through, created a spreadsheet of all of the scores the Clive's Club members gave to each game that we played this year. Oh, okay, great. Gave that spreadsheet to me so I could tabulate the Clive's Club winner for 2019. Okay. This is based solely on their review scores. This is based solely on their review scores. Okay. And the winner, the Clive's Club winner for 2019 was... The Battle of Wizards. Hey, what can you say? Yeah, there's a, <laughs> it's, it's solid gold. There's a reason why this is a beloved game. Mm-hmm. I, I've got to say, it's neat to be in line with the Clive Club people <laughs> for, for once because I, uh, I, I, this was uh, an, a great game, an easy choice. I have nothing bad to say about that. You know what I would like to see is if someone would make this this game exactly like it is. For Steam, and that way we could, e- you know, but maybe maybe make the interface a little bit better, kind of like the phone interface, yeah. and then we could we could really fire it up and play it comfortably during a Taze Valley Classic Computer Club session. I will say, the Steam game that is uh, uh, was that is chaos that's made on down the line, like you know, it is it very holds very true to the spirit of this game with some additional. Uh, I mean, obviously the graphics are better and the uh, the uh, the. Uh, backgrounds and the way you walk around the map is a lot different, but it, it's a excellent game. So if you're looking for a modern take on this, that would be a, a good one to pick up. Yeah. Uh, and again, we also play the phone version. It looks exactly like this. It's identical. So I love that. So yeah, there's plenty of good ways to play Chaos. Now, as I was looking through the categories here, what I discovered was there is an extra category that I didn't I didn't rank. I didn't put any of the nominations here. So I don't even know because I, I thought that I gave these nominations to Duncan. I must have erased one accidentally or something. So we have another category, Aaron. All right. We have the puzzle category. Okay. We didn't play a lot of puzzle games. Do you remember any of them? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't remember. Well, I know that we played Deactivators. Yeah. Remember that one? Yes. Okay. And we I guess would would uh, would that Paradroid game be in here? So Paradroid. It wasn't yep. called. It was uh, what, what's the Quasitron? Quasitron. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, and so, but the winner 
as voted by our listeners for 2019, best puzzle game This is... will be true surprise, yeah. won't it? There was no quavers on here, so we're out of <laughs> luck there. <laughs> Back to school. Oh, yeah. Back well, to school. I guess that puzzle stress, slash stretch game. Yeah. What was the crazy game? We uh, the was it the the uh, trap door? Oh yeah, Remember that trap was door. another one. I guess mm-hmm. you could put on this list. A Popeye. Would yeah, be another one. I want to say the trap door might have been second. I, I seem to remember this in my mind a little bit. I don't know how I erased them from the the paper, but um, yeah, this is this is kind of a surprise. I was not as in love with Back to School as a lot of people were. I thought after the first game, which I loved, this was sort of a letdown. What What did you not like about this one? That well, it's, let a, you it's down? a different kind of game. You know, in Back to School, you have a singular objective, and that's to avoid getting caught, avoid getting in trouble, collecting shields, knocking down teachers, getting a password to put open the safe and get your report card. In this game, this is almost like a Monkey Island type game where you're collecting items, you're using items on other items, and I mean, it is more expansive, you know, the girls' school and all that stuff, uh, having a girlfriend that you can kiss to reduce your lines, but... Some of the magic was gone. I don't know. Maybe it's just because, you know, a lot of the assets were exactly the same. Yeah, I know we're dealing with the Spectrum, so you're not going to rewrite the, the the book here. But um, it just, to me, it lost something in, in the sequel. You know, I, I'll, I'll bet this is an okay game. I yeah, think, sure. I, it's okay. I, I like, I, I, there was a lot to do uh, in this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing this as a game like Trapdoor or Popeye. In terms of those sorts of games, and I would say of that of that batch, I would say this is probably the one that I like that I enjoyed the most mm-hmm. uh, because there was so much to do. Uh, I didn't necessarily know how well I was doing. It, it, this is a game that's it's it, this is one of those games that's kind of tough to look at with modern eyes. I think uh, it's a uh, it's a unique game uh, that's for sure. Uh, it's not would I go back and play this? And probably not, to be honest with you. Uh, um, it just wouldn't do it for me, but I, I, I think I voted for it. It's just, I mean, I was, of the choices, I thought this was pretty good. I did not. I voted for Trapdoor because Trapdoor was amazing. Trapdoor was something that was less, um, it was less, it was more obvious what you could do, mm-hmm. okay, but not much, but, you know. It was more obvious what you could do, and it was so evocative of the TV series, and it was so original. Like, Back to School, yeah, I mean... It's, it's a sequel. I can't really hold it against it. But Trapdoor was just so different. And, of course, Popeye came the Popeye came after Trapdoor, right? Or was it before? I can't remember. But anyway, Popeye is a very similar game to Trapdoor. Yeah. Um, but Trapdoor got me into watching Trapdoor. And that, I, that had a lot to do with my pick as well. Um, but this is very valid. Yeah. Very valid pick. All right, Aaron. We're reaching towards the end of the show here. Um your pick for game of the year. I think this will surprise absolutely no one. Yeah. To be honest with you, I uh, uh, I had a clear winner in the old brain. Chaos, Chaos the, the Battle, Battle of Wizards. Wizards. In case I didn't uh, smooch up to this game enough, I loved it. It was a great game. We play it all the time. We still play it. And I love the fact that my kids, my uh, little 10-year-old American kid, has not only been introduced to the Spectrum, but it can say he has a game that was one of his favorites that's on the Spectrum. I know it's cheesy. I know it's, I don't want it to sound artificial, but it, for some reason that fills me with glee and delight. 
Uh, and when he tells his little buddies about games and they have no idea what the hell he's talking about, that also amuses Warms me. your heart. There you Warms go. Warms your heart. All right, Aaron. Now it's time for my game of the year. All right, let's see what this is. Trap door. Trap door. My game of the year. That is, that, I have to say, that really blows my mind. Now, I sort of, I sort of fought back and forth with this pick, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, on the one hand, it's not much of a game. You know, like, you sort of meander around, and you pick stuff up, and you do things, and everything happens so slowly. But on the other hand, every, I love everything about this game. I, even despite its flaws, everything is drawn so well. Like, look at that. If you're watching the video, look at that pot right there. See the shading on the pot? Like, the art is done with such care. And the sort of subterranean, carnivorous, carnivorous, cavernous, that's the word I'm looking for, atmosphere. I was where you were going. Um, it, it really lends itself well to the spectrum. You know, the pinks of the aliens and the greens of the slime on the walls. And your little guy, you know, he's blue just like he is on the show. And so, um, I just, I found this game to be utterly charming. And, and so different. And, and something that I was not expecting at all. And like I said before, it got me into watching a show that I really enjoy. Um, I've had to watch them all now. And, um, and so, that, that's why I chose this game of the year. However... All that said, this was a very close choice between this and Hypersports. Really? Because Hypersports, the breadth of the events was so good. You know, you have your, your bow and arrow event. You've got your shooting event. Uh, all the different running events. It's not just your normal joystick killer type game. Yeah. And so that, that was a very close second runner-up. And I, I did go back and forth a lot with this. But, um, but yeah, Trapdoor is my game of the year. I, yeah. Uh... And so chaos wasn't in in, in your top. I, I didn't go back to chaos after we played it. I yeah. Uh, it's just I'm not I'm not a big strategy. I think guy. this is a good looking game. I'll, I think if you're into the show, I think they did a good job of kind of capturing the feel of the show on here. Uh, but uh, it's just these type of games are a little tedious for me. I understand. You know, they just don't do it for me. Now, did you have any uh, honorable mentions aside from those two that you really like? It's funny we. Uh, I've played I've played a lot of Spectrum this year. Not all of it was for uh, for this particular show, uh, but I really had a good time uh, this year with um, with Manic Miner. Uh, I played that a lot. Uh, uh, Jetpack was I mean that's a that's a really good game. Mm-hmm. We, I played that a lot, and that's one I go back and occasionally. I think play. all you know most of the ultimate play the game games that we looked at Jetpack, uh, a Tick Attack, um, all those games. Or you can go back to them anytime. Yeah. You know, fire them up and have have a quick go and enjoy yourself. Um, games that I respect that I didn't go back to, uh, Deactivators for sure. Um, that that game I thought was the the first person perspective was so unique. I thought that would, but I but it was one of those I admired it from afar. Um, <laughs> yeah, I this this year is really it's really made me think just how excited i am for what's to come you know yeah. with the spectrum because i know there are so many gems that we've yet to discover oh yeah like system. dukes of hazard or street hawk mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure there's an airwolf game we've, we haven't not we've not got to play the highlander game 
Uh, all sorts of winners out there waiting. I can't wait. I can't wait to give them a whirl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who knows what will be in this category next year? Right, right. Uh, Aaron, this week I neglected to uh, print out the Patreon supporters, so I need to do that post-haste. We'll fire them up. Oh, that says Amigos Ideas. We need the one that says Our Sinclair Ideas. Okay, I want to thank our Clive's Club supporters, Andrew Waite, David Spencer, Cap'n Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbonaut, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Harrington, and Christopher Hassel. Thank you guys so much, and a special thank you to our Clive's Club members for picking such great games for us uh, this year. Yeah, because we don't have any idea what we're doing. Yeah. No That's idea. something else that helps, too. Someone, the people that know better than we do. Right. We right. appreciate you guys very much. And speaking of games that our Clive's Club members choose for us, next week, Aaron, we are going to be playing Ant Attack. Very good. I've already I've already dipped my toe in the pool on this. Oh one. yeah, me oh, yeah. too. I've I played Savannah Attack already, so I'm going to be ready to go. Um, thank you guys so much for a great year of our Sinclair. Um, this this kind of serves as our one year anniversary show. We won't do anything special on the actual year anniversary because it'll be like episode 52, just a normal show. But uh, you know, we do appreciate all of the support and the the listeners and everybody that watches us live on Twitch. Um, I would have never thought that. You know, people the the you know fans of this show are ostensibly British. If you look at the uh, if you look at our numbers, uh, our analytics, uh, most of our listeners are coming from the great UK. Um, I was not sure that they would care what a couple of American dudes thought about the spectrum, but you know, thank you so much for listening. It really. It's it, it's nice because we we're really enjoying this thing. We really are. And now we're in a position to really play. We yeah to um, play some spectrum. We've games been very now. very fortunate, thanks to several members of the community, to not only have the original forty eight K spectrum, but now we have a one twenty eight uh, plus two uh, two hundred and two hundred thirty nine. Uh, cassette tapes, Spectrum cassette tapes sent to us by various listeners over the course of time. Um, and so we are we are ready to rock and roll with this bad boy. Indeed. And um, if you if you are just an audio listener and you want to see us actually play some ZX Spectrum, uh, check out on uh, YouTube or on Twitch our Taze Valley Classic Computer Stream. Uh, we are going to be streaming live on Twitch on January 11th. Uh, we usually do about a four-hour stream where we play the Spectrum. Uh, we're going to be playing uh, a bunch of different, a bunch of different systems, uh, classic computers, a lot of them from England. Uh, so we, we hope you'll join us from that. And finally, we'd like to thank the folks that have joined us live on Twitch this evening: uh, Wishbone, Delmort seventy-eight, Picard twenty ten, Paul Kitching, Duncan Styles, Pixels at Dawn Gaming, doing a great job modding, uh, Edvin Helland who's retreated from the man cave back into the living room. Z9K9, Lobsterminator, Retro Gaming Denmark, uh, Bitstorm. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, and we will see you next week with Anatac. Attack. Until then, rewind tape and press play.